Welcome to Cool Mom 101 with Emily Kylo. Every week, she's bringing inspiring guests to help you embrace motherhood the cool mom way. Emily knows firsthand being a mom is hard AF, but she's passionate that doesn't need to be the end of the story. Shift your perspective on what it means to be a mom while learning practical tips and mom hacks you can use right away. Stay you while nailing the mom game. That's what being a cool mom is all about. Class is now in session. Here's your host, Emily Kylo. Hello, gorgeous goddesses, and welcome back to the Cool Mom 101 podcast. I'm your host, Emily Kylo, and I want to say thank you so, so much for tuning in and for joining me here today. And I also want to say if you can and you love this episode, please, please forward it along to a girlfriend, rate and review it because this is what helps me get to more women and get these incredible stories out and helping more women, which is really the mission here at Cool Mom HQ. So let's fucking do this. And if you post on social media, that is the most beautiful value exchange because again, it helps more people see the content and I work really hard to create this for you. And of course I'm not charging. I love creating it for you, but it's a really great exchange. So thank you for those of you who do that. And I would love to see that from everyone. Okay. So today's episode features Morgan Jones and she is a manifestation coach and podcast mentor and the founder of Morgan Jones Inc. So before we get into this episode, I want to quickly chat to you about the incredible offerings at Cool Mom HQ and the different ways you can get all up in my energy. So the first one, is Confidence Crush, which is a four-week course that I'm so fucking excited about. And it's really for the woman who is ready to crush her confidence so she can live her purpose. So if you're ready for that type of upgrade in your life, this is the course for you. In these four weeks, you'll learn all the tips and practices to build your confidence in yourself, your business or career, your relationships, and with money. So hell fucking yes, come get in my energy. There's trainings within this. There's workbooks, journal prompts, everything that you need. So that is Confidence Crush. And you can find more info at bit.ly slash Confidence Crush. The other way to get all up in my energy is elite one-on-one coaching. So there's two programs right now, Cool Biz Academy, which is for the woman who is starting out and she's really not quite too sure. So if you're not too sure what your business idea is, or you have one, but you need an expert to really help put everything into process for you. Cool Biz Academy is for you. We will go from no idea to launching your business within four months. How amazing is that? The other way in my cool, sorry, in my elite coaching is to get in my master of cool biz program. So this one is really for someone who is ready to scale the business. So if you want to scale your business, upgrade your branding, create something that you're really fucking proud of and start hitting those big financial goals, those 10 K months, that six figure year, that is the program for you. So it's in three or six months. So you can kind of choose what is the best way for you. And it's very high touch point. So we do a lot of calls together. We really go through anything that you're struggling with. And I have tons of trainings that are going to help you get to that next level in branding, marketing, PR, social media, and so much more. So those are my one-on-one programs. 
Go check them out and you can always DM me if you have any questions. I'm always here to chat, but you can check them out at coolmom101.com slash work with me. And they are also linked down in the show notes. Okay, let's get to today's episode, episode 64 featuring Morgan Jones. She's a manifestation coach, a podcast mentor, and a friend of mine. So today's lessons include why nailing your niche as a podcaster is so important, We talk about the most common struggles you see for podcasters who are just starting out. We go through the notion that women should wait to start their businesses and why that can be really damaging for moms. And we also talk about how she's learned to balance two kids while growing her wildly successful business. This is a great fucking episode as per usual. Like I said, love when you share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at cool.mom.101. And let's get to the episode, episode 64 featuring Morgan Jones. Welcome to the show, Morgan. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I know. I'm really excited. It's so awesome. We just get to chat. All day, every day. (laughs) Like this is our job. Bless. Absolutely. We're so lucky. We are. Hashtag blessed. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So we're going to jump right into the mom fashions. Are you ready? Yes. Let's do this. What's the best part of being a mom? Oh my God. I think it would be, so you know two-year-olds, Leo's too. Busy little things. And my two-year-old, the best thing is like when he comes up out of nowhere and just hugs you. And you may not know that you needed the hug, but then all of a sudden in that moment, you're like, this is exactly what I needed. And it's like those moments where they just like come up out of nowhere. Maybe they see you're a bit upset or they see you're celebrating something and they just, they have no clue what's going on, but they feel it and they just embrace you. Those are my favorite, favorite moments. Oh, that is so cute. I love that. So switching gears to the other end of the spectrum here, mm-hmm. what is the hardest lesson you've learned so far as a mama? Well, my oldest is five. He just turned five. So we're in the junior kindergarten school phase. My hardest lesson has been dealing with the big bad bully at school. And you want it like as a mom and as a mom of a young child, right? You just want to like wrap them up in bubble wrap. I'm like, I want to pull him from school. Like he's just going to stay home with me for the rest of his life. But then on the other side of things, you're like, no, he has to learn how to deal with this because this is like fundamental moments that will you know, dictate how things go in the future for him and how he reacts to situations. And you have to like, it's like a balancing act. And it was one of the hardest balancing acts to learn. And I'm still like learning it and I'm still going through it. Mm, Yeah, that must be so hard. I feel like that is just soul crushing as a parent. So hard when they come home and they just like, they don't get why. And you're like, you know, okay, well this little person, maybe, maybe they don't have a good home life, buddy, or maybe they, you know, you've had something they don't, and they don't know how to express their emotions and it's not you and it's not them, but they are just, they're just looking for someone to blame. Right. And they're like, but why doesn't he like me? Or why doesn't she want to be my friend? Why won't they play with me? Why did they say this to me? And you're like, but you're perfect. And there's something wrong with you. It's the hardest thing ever. Totally. You know what, though? You are so smart to think about how that translates into growing up and adult life because even think about the realm that both of us live and work in. 
you know, I'll sometimes work with clients who are so worried about putting themselves out there because they're worried about what, you know, Aunt Judy might think. Right. Or, yeah, Aunt or Aunt Judy. Yeah, What's Aunt Judy. Mm-hmm. Or like some person they went to high school with. So I yeah. think you are right to think about how that translates. And it's a good lesson to learn. Like, listen, not everyone's going to like you. And there's assholes in the world. That's just... There's- and it's a, it's a them problem. It's, you know, when you break up with somebody and it's like, it's you, not me. It's them, not you, honey. Like get out there, go on social media, be friends with that person, do what you want. Because at the end of the day, it's nothing about you. You're doing everything right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So Morgan, you got to tell us what is your daily ritual? Hmm. Okay. I was thinking about this. So Like I love to start my mornings. I know there's lots of entrepreneurs and I think you do it too, where they're like, they start with tappings or meditations. I love to just sit in the silence. Nobody's talking. They're sleeping. Andrew, my partner is doing whatever. And it's silent. And I just sit there and like, I would call it meditating against because I do think about my thoughts and like how I want the day to go. And then at the end of the day, I always by myself, like, treats when I go grocery shopping they're like mommy only treats so like this week it was chocolate covered strawberries for valentine's day and at the end of the night I love to just treat myself I feel like every day is a celebration so why not treat yourself and that's Mm. typically my like daily rituals I I have to have that silence in the morning to just become a person right wake up and then I have to have that trade at the end of the day because I'm like yeah there was something good that happened today and I'm going to celebrate it. No matter if it's just that, like, we got out the door on time today. Like, we're celebrating it. And this mm. is how I'm doing it. Yeah. I love that. And you know me enough to know that I will celebrate basically anything. anything. So I'm with you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> but I think as parents especially, and entrepreneurs, but you have a tendency to look at what you think is perfection, which we know doesn't exist, but you look at maybe someone who's years ahead of you or who seems to have this like perfect little child and you're like, the fuck am I doing wrong over here? Or like, why isn't this happening for me? And when you stop and give yourself a moment, you can realize that there's so many wins throughout the day in motherhood and entrepreneurship. And that mom with the perfect kid or that woman or business owner with the perfect business. I always try to remind myself of this because I can get caught up in those moments too. And it's like, they started where we were. So Susie was probably an asshole at some point of a kid. She probably threw food at her mom and they just figured it out. They figured out how to parent, how to parent to what that child needed, how to run that business and get the results they wanted. And I'm going to be there too. I just got to like know that it's coming and manifest that it's going to happen. Mm-hmm, absolutely. One of my words for the year is trust. So I feel that that is something, part of the reason I chose it is because I feel I need to keep it top of mind. And again, that's for my business and in parenting, like trusting that I know the right thing to do for my kid and for our family, because what you compare to is not necessarily the right thing for your family. And same for your business. Like just because you see Jessica, doing her dancing reels. That's me. Um, that's She's the best dancer. But it doesn't mean that, that you need to do that or that's right yeah. for you and trusting that you actually know what's best for you. I like that. I'm going to have to take that word as – it's a good word for 2021. Trust that it's all going to work mm-hmm. out. It's all gonna yep. 
I got to keep it top of mind, you know? I like it. So Morgan, what are you most grateful for in your life right now? I would just say, you know, with like everything going on in the world, I live in Ontario, so it looks like a lot different than where you live right now. My family, I and not just like my immediate little family of like the four that we've created, my, like my extended family, like people we consider family, like friends, my biz besties, like everybody. I'm just so grateful for this family that we've built and that we have them to rely on and to, you know, celebrate wins with like we were doing today and everything. I'm just I'm so grateful and I'm so grateful that I can be in this position that I'm in to be in alignment and to, to really feel that gratitude at such a deep level right now. Mm, I love that. So last one of this opening segment, we like to get deep around here. Mm. So <laughs> what is your why for your life? What gets you up in the morning, building the amazing business you're working on, being a beautiful mom to two energetic boys? They seem like they have energy. I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but they look oh, like yeah. it. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> and just going after all these things that you envision and desire for your life. What is your why? So this has actually been my why for even like before I had kids. And I was just like saying it, like when people would be like, you know, like what's your purpose in life? I would just say this and I didn't understand what it meant until I had kids. My why is I want to be such a good role model for my kids that when they are growing up and they're like, my five-year-old tells me he's going to play in the NHL and his hockey coach probably thinks I am high on drugs because I'm the mom that's tying his skates like, hell yeah, buddy, you're going to the NHL. You're going to play for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And you're going to, he tells me that he's going to date his mommy. His mommy's going to come to every game. I'm like, yes, yes, you will. Like, yes, I am. You're going to like everything, right? So I want to show my kids that I want to be this role model that, and not just for my kids, my nieces and nephews, everybody, that you can be anything you want. And all you have to do is manifest that it's going to come true, right? So my son's not the best skater on the team. He falls down. But he gets back up with so much confidence. And that's what I want to keep instilling. And that's why I get up and I just keep doing what I'm doing every day to show them that it's possible. Mm, I love that. That's beautiful, Morgan. And you know what I would offer too is when you are, I feel strongly about this, when you are someone who goes after what they desire you don't even understand the amount of people that you affect by just doing that. By saying, I want this. I'm fucking getting it. Look at me go. It gives everyone else around you, not just your kids or your family, but your friends, like you said, your nieces, everyone. It gives them permission to be like, yeah, I actually do want to play in the NHL. So look at me go. So I'm going to do it. And like, they may not say to you, like they may never say to you that they're watching on the sidelines and you're affecting them, but like, just keep acting as if you are. And as if they're giving you all the praise in the world, because they're watching you and they're like, how do I get to be in her shoes? How do I get to be that girl? Mm-hmm. So this just reminds me, this is somewhat of an aside. I did a tapping session with Gala Darling yesterday, like a live tapping session. I'm obsessed with her, by the way, if anyone doesn't know her you should follow her. So, and if anyone's been following me for a while, you know, I've been getting really into tapping. It's one of my favorite kind of modalities right now. Anywho's, we were doing a live tapping. And one of the things we were tapping on was thinking about yourself 10 years ago. Oh, that's good. No, it blows your fucking mind. Like realizing you wanted, like it gives me chills saying it even again. You, You couldn't even imagine that you'd be even in the position you are now. 
10 years ago. Like when I think of me, at, I was 23 years old. I was just kind of overcoming an eating disorder. I was in an abusive relationship. I, of course, I didn't have a fucking business. I always was jealous of people who were entrepreneurs at that time. Mm-hmm. And now look, like it's wild. Look where you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think we need to have that awareness and that appreciation for that journey. And like, it reminded me when you said, look at where you are now. People want to be in that position. And you know who wanted to be in that position? You. That is, I have chills. Like now I'm thinking back at who I was at 19 and I was like, damn, damn, like girl, you came out pretty good. Like high five, get a glass of wine and like cheers yourself right now. Absolutely. It's amazing. Just had to say that because it reminded me of the tapping yesterday. So powerful. So good. So what I want to get right into now is I would love for you to tell the audience what your business is and your entrepreneur journey. So how did you get started in this crazy entrepreneur life? Okay. I love telling this story because it gets to relate back to my sister and she's in the same mastermind as Emily and I, and I've always looked up to her. So my business is I'm a podcast mentor and coach. So I really help women find their voice and their message and help them produce it across multiple platforms, all while manifesting and living that dream life that you've always wanted. And how I got started in it was I was working a dead end job, two kids in daycare, making nothing, being like one day when my kids don't need me, maybe I'll have money jokes on me when are they ever gonna not need me because I'm 29 years old and I I just got off the phone with my mom like always gonna need your mom always gonna need your dad so I was like I hated my job daycare for two kids is expensive so I was daycare broke didn't want to rely on my partner for money like people would be like oh he's got a good job he'll buy what you want in life and I was like I just don't want to get by like I want everything the sun the moon the stars and everything else in between So my sister was like, well, why don't you come work for me as like an independent contractor and we'll just like see how things go. Like it can only get better. It can't get worse. So let's try it. So I was like, okay. So I tried it. And then I was like, well, like, what if I got another client? Like, how would that feel? So I got another client and then it just kept like going. And I was like, well, what if I did this for this person? Like, how would this change my life? And that's how it just snowballed from there. And all it started with was like my sister being like, like, try it. You've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So that's how you really got into it. I had to like hit rock bottom in the job. Like I had to have, I got paid every two weeks. So I literally had $0 in the bank one day. And I was like, oh shit, I can't even get gas. Let alone pay my babysitter. Like this, like I was like, I always thought I was going to be a movie star. This is not how life, like I was going to be rich and famous. This is not how life was supposed to be, right? This is not my fucking movie. No. I always say that, yeah, I always say that you are the, you should be the main character in this movie called Life. And if you're not the main character and you're the starring act, then something's off. But also if the movie isn't really playing exactly how you thought it would, right? Like if you you wouldn't binge watch that season and you would exit two minutes into the opening credits, change it up. I like that. That's good. Next. I love it. Okay. So I want to get into some podcasting questions because of course, here I am a podcaster and I know a lot of my audience is just really interested in up-leveling their business and podcasting is definitely a way 
to do that. 100%. So I'd love to start with why nailing your niche Mm -hmm. as a podcaster is so important. Okay. So I'm so glad you asked that. So uh, like when business owners come to me and they're like, I want to start a podcast and I'm going to make this super general. I'm going to talk about everything under the sun because I want to get as many listeners, as many downloads, I can funnel them into my business and they'll work with me. I'm like, you know, okay, so what's your business? Well, your business is probably super niche down because let's face it, if you didn't have a niche, if you didn't have something that made you stand out, a like, you know, something that made people come and be like, I want to work with you because you do this, right? You did everything under the sun, then they're probably not going to find you. You're probably going to get lost in the little social media, Instagram algorithms, and they're not going to find you. Or they're going to be super confused and not hit that DM button because they're like, I don't know what she does. So the same thing goes for your podcast. And you can be like, but there's a million people on there that talk about like entrepreneurship and manifesting. Yeah, but all it takes is one episode to change everything. All it takes is your message to be out there. And there's one person that needs to hear that. And that one person is going to snowball. And then eventually you're going to have 10,000 downloads of hot leads of people that need your services. They, you know, kind of resonate with what you're saying. It hits a pain point of theirs for them to jump in the funnel and then come into your business. Mm, love that. that. Yeah. Super important. Even though you feel like there's a hundred, I also kind of like compare it to, well, like Kim Kardashian had a makeup line and Kylie Jenner had a makeup line and they're sisters and they both are making billions of dollars. So you can have a manifesting podcast. You can have a manifesting podcast. You all can have manifesting podcasts. You're all going to get the same results as long as you manifest it and you put the energy behind it that your podcast is going to be number one because there's room for all of us at the top of every single niche. Hell yes. Abundance mindset. I love it. And you know, something I teach when I teach women about confidence, one of my main kind of selling points to people about how you can feel more confident is to think about, and this just reminded me of it, is to think about how you are literally the only you, there's only one of you in this entire planet. Yes, there's, what is it, 7 billion people? There's literally only one Morgan Jones, which means your expertise the way you storytell. So just because you have the same expertise as me, you're going to tell it a bit differently. It all comes together to create something that's going to be different. It's not going to be the exact same. Unless you're trying to copy people, then maybe you will get yourself into trouble. We may have issues, but if you're copying someone, then it comes down to an inner factor, right? And you believing you're not good. And then it all comes back to abundance mindset again, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the truth? Hell yeah. So Morgan, when people are starting out their podcast, so you typically would have someone come to you who hasn't started the podcast yet, correct? Typically. Yeah. That's yes. typically how we get started. Okay. So I would love for you to share what are some of the common kind of struggles that you see people go through when they're starting the podcast? So one of the biggest ones I see is they look at their favorite podcasters. So they're listening to Emily's podcast right now and they're like, dang, A, how does that sound so good? Why didn't she just buy Ariana Grande's song to be in her opening? Like, why does it have this other intro? And why, like, how did she get it on iTunes? Like, I wonder how you do that. And then they go on Google, which like Google can destroy you very quickly. And they go, wow, this is so hard. There's so many steps. I'm not even going to try. 
because I can't fig, I don't think I can figure it out. And I don't think this is going to work. This is just too hard. And it's not hard. It's so simple. And it's one of those things like working out, riding a bike. It seems hard at first. So working out, for example, you hire the expert to help you and to learn, right? You want to train for a marathon? You hire a trainer to help you do that. The same goes for your mindset. The same goes for your podcast. You seek out those experts, those experts that you resonate with, that their energy feels good and you get good vibrations when you talk to them. And they help you because it's not that hard when we break it down. It's harder in our minds than it is in reality. And when we don't even start our podcast, we've already failed. Mm -hmm. So you find a lot of people get stopped up at that point A, where they're not even going to start it because it just seems like a whole lot of trouble. (laughs) It's a whole lot of trouble. And they're like, I just, how can I add, like, let's face it. They're like, how can I add one more thing to my plate as a business owner, right? You got the email list, the funnels, Instagram. Do I post three times a day? Do I post at midnight with my phone upside down because the algorithms favor that? No, the algorithms and podcasting and everything in life favors your energy. So if we just say it's going to work, it's going to work. If we say we're going to get 10,000 downloads, we're eventually going to get 10,000 downloads. You just have to believe that we can do it no matter what gets thrown at us. Mm-hmm. It does all come back to that mindset, doesn't it, it girl? Does. And that confidence. So guys, keep listening to Emily's podcast for that. <laughs> Thanks, girl. So something that you actually mentioned in the beginning that I wanted to kind of circle back on because you touched on this is you had this misconception that you were never going to be able to start a business or maybe you weren't going to be able to start a business until your kids were what in college. Is that kind of what you were thinking? That's when I thought they wouldn't need me. So what do you think about this notion that women should wait to start businesses? And why do you think that can be really damaging for moms especially? So this actually came up to me and I have a really supportive partner now and he's probably not listening to this because he doesn't even, he's like, what's a podcast? It's fine. Love you where you're at. You don't even have Instagram. It's all good. He's not the Instagram husband. He is not helping you take the selfie. Like it's fine. We all have our comfort zones. He was one of the original people that was like, well, you should just wait. Like the kids really need you now. And if you're a business owner and his mom had a very successful floral shop for years, you know what? Nothing against my mother-in-law. I love her. She'll be the first one to tell you she was there 24-7. And he just kept saying, I just don't want you to be in the position like my mom, who was in a brick-and-mortar business, and she could never leave it. She was tied to the business every single day, missing important events because it was Valentine's Day or it was, you know, Easter or whatever you buy flowers for. And he kept saying you should wait. And a lot of people were saying that to me. And I think it can be damaging because as mothers, It's already this like, whatever, perceived conception that when you have this baby, your whole world's done. Like I can remember them handling my first little bundle of joy and the nurse being like, well, like there goes your life, honey. I hope you lived a good one. And I was like, return. Like my mom was in the waiting room and I was like, here you go. Like, I don't want this. Like I'm done. Like what's she talking about? And that, that, like right from the start, that could be damaging. And it can just tell you that your dreams aren't valid and aren't important. And and they are. And if I'm being honest, my partner was able to take a job that was higher up in the corporate ladder, which is what he wanted. And he's gone away from home a lot, which is, it works for our family. When he's home, he's home. He loves his job, whatever. Doesn't want to be an entrepreneur. All good. 
So this business has actually allowed me to be home more and to be more present with my kids than if I was where I was working eight to 5 PM. So like I got them out of their pajamas and then I got them back in their pajamas in the day, you know, like I wasn't, and this has just given me so much more time. I pick them up from school if I want to. And if I would have waited, I would have missed out on all those years of memories. That is so wild to think about that you could have, like, I love how you laid that out. So it's not to say that there aren't challenges being an entrepreneur and there aren't certain sacrifices. And why don't we play with the idea that you can be a mom and an entrepreneur everything. and a good friend and someone who likes sexy lingerie like me. And, and, and I just hate this idea of like moms really do get put in boxes. And I think it's a huge problem still in our society. And because you know what gives me just one example to share too, is if you're working as the mom, you will probably get asked who is taking care of your kids right now. Yes, you do. Do you think my partner's ever been asked that? No, he hasn't. They don't care. (laughs) Like my husband works construction. They don't care who's watching your kids, right? They don't no ask one would, you. No, it doesn't even come up because it's not even in their frame of mind. But when it's the mother for some reason who would like to work, and this is a thing to mamas, whether most people listening are business owners yes. and or work a corporate job. But even if you aren't a career woman, I still don't like the idea that people are assuming that it's like, everything falls on you. Right. Right. Cause it doesn't have to like my husband is the cook in our family. Cause guess what? That job's not going to follow me. Cause if it did, sorry kids, we'd be eating craft dinner every, or we'd be getting takeout. I'm really good at ordering takeout every single day of the week. Cause that's not my strong suit. Just like his strong suit isn't bath time. And it took us a while to get to that point where motherhood doesn't look like this person doing everything. It's a partnership and he's doing these things because damn, he's really good at putting them to bed. And I'm doing these things because I'm really good at early mornings with them. Right. And we don't have to do it all. And if we want to do it all, we can. And it all comes down to what makes you feel good inside. If you're feeling the burnout, if you're feeling like the failure, if you're crying yourself to sleep, because girl, I was there when I worked my corporate job. Like I hated my life and I was like, is this, am I supposed to hate motherhood? Am I supposed to hate, you know, my sister? I hated my sister. I was like, that bitch just bought the Louis Vuitton bag I wanted. Like she only did that because she didn't have kids and she's probably listening and laughing and being like, yeah, I definitely said that to her. And it was just, it came down to, no, if I want all these things, I can have these things. And we shouldn't tell someone to wait. Like I bought my Louis Vuitton bag the same day I bought my five-year-old his backpack to start school. Like we don't have to wait to do things because we can do things whenever it feels good to ask. Mm, I love that girl. Yeah. So something else I wanted to ask you because you yeah. now have a five-year-old and two-year-old, right? Second. Yeah. Yeah. So you've been at this, you've been at this game a little, little longer than me and you have two of them. Yeah. So I love, and you're an entrepreneur as we've talked about. So I'd love to hear from you. First of all, do you believe in the word balance? Some people don't. So do you believe in that word? And if you do, how do you kind of create that? So I do believe in it a bit. I believe it's like balance and alignment, right? And it all is supposed to feel really good. It's like when you eat, like remember when you were in high, I remember when I was in high school, the OC was the jam. 
you'd race home because you knew your parents got home the same time every single day. There was never traffic, snowstorms, nothing. They were home like the same time. You'd, we, my sister and I would race home to watch the OC, not do our homework because we wanted to watch the OC. Had to get there at a certain time. There was no TiVo. And we would like eat a box of crap dinner. And we'd be like, why do we feel like crap? Because it's about balance. Like you can't eat crap all the time. And the same thing goes with like raising kids and growing your business at the same time, right? If one is doing really well, you're going to feel like crap in the other one, right? So if your family life's going really good, but you're not doing so hot in the business, you're going to feel like a shitty business owner. Same thing with being a mom if the business is going good. But you can achieve this balance. And what I learned that I had to go off my gut instinct and what felt good. So there are some days where I shut the computer down at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. And I'm like, you want to know what? It's Friday. It's Monday. It's whatever day of the week. And I'm just feeling really called and that my kids need me or they are literally like calling my name. And I'm like, okay, they really need me now. And there's days where I've opened that computer back up at 10 p.m. because I felt called to do something in my business, right? To do something for a client, whatever the case may be. And it's about finding that balance and knowing that balance isn't going to look the same. My balance isn't going to look the same as yours, right? My balance isn't going to look the same as Karen that's picking up her kids in her pajamas and doesn't know what day it is and missed her kids' leadership day and is yelling at her kids right now, right? And it's going to look different than that perfect mom that you see at drop off that you're like, wow, I think she's got it all going together. And you're going to know that you've reached that point of balance when it feels really good on both sides. And you're like, wow, like this is what it feels like to be at the top of my game right now. And that's not going to go away. You can manifest that that balance is going to stay with you forever. Mm, Yes. I love that. As you were talking, I was listening and thinking, you know, better, well, for me, the way that I would almost phrase it better is harmony for me. So it's like, how do I create harmony in my life? I'm always looking for that. (laughs) How can I make sure, like you were talking about, I have a home life, I have a partner, I have my son, I have my health and wellness to think about. So how do you make sure that there's kind of this harmony throughout all these things? Because if you're pulling so far in one direction, that is when your kid is pissed because they're not getting the attention they need. Or your business is falling off and it's not looking the way you want it to because you've been ignoring it. Or worse in my books is your health and wellness and your mental health is suffering because you're not taking enough time to meditate or taking that time like you do in the morning to set yourself up. And you just really screw yourself over. Right. And I feel like it's the mental health one that's, and that health and wellness that slips first. Because, like, I remember when I first started in the entrepreneur game and I was following this one, like, affluential influencer, and they were like, you hustle 24 7 in your business and you don't watch, like, TV unless you're watching a show that relates to being a business owner and you don't read a book unless, and you're like, whoa, whoa, I get it. I have to read business books and I get I have to, you know, fuel my mind with that good stuff too. But, like, can I not binge watch Bridgerton? Well, like the answer is, if that feels good for your mental health, ding, 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 do it. Like don't let that part slip either because it's like you said, it is so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and it actually helps balance that harmony. Absolutely. And for me, it's kind of that foundation. So if my self-care game, which for me, my self-care is, yeah, my physical health, my mental health, eating really nourishing foods, et cetera, all that stuff. Um, And bubble baths. They get a bad rap in the self-care world, world right now, but I love a good bubble bath. Me but if too. those if those foundational things aren't there, 
it kind of screws those other pieces for me. <laughs> yeah. And then you're going to feel like you're not balancing everything. And then that's where like the kind of like old way comes in where they're like, oh, you can't wear so many hats. Like one shoe always has to drop. No, my freaking Gucci heels can look damn good at the top. Oh, you had to mention Gucci. I love my Gucci. Fave. Me too. It's just I can't stop with the Gucci though. You see, I see Gucci things and I'm like, ooh, anyway. It's my next bag purchase. I'm like, I'm done. I wanted to get a YSL and I was kind of copying my sister and I was like, you want to know what? Heart's pulling out the Gucci. Gucci gang. Yes, Gucci gang. (laughs) Okay, so before we get into the lightning round. Yes. This has been so fun and just such a bright and exciting conversation and I really really appreciate you and I want Thank to you. acknowledge you Morgan for the way that you are showing up in this world and really going after what you want and how you are being such an amazing role model for your friends around you, your family and your kids so love Thank you. you so much I love having moms like you that just like lift you up and I can like look at your Instagram and be like man Em and Leo are like at Starbucks that's my like I want to go to Starbucks. Like you just, I love having moms in a community like this that we can just look up to. Mm, Thanks girl. Okay. Lightning round. You ready? I'm ready. Favorite book. The Bridgerton series, like the books that were based off the TV show. There is, and I even went to the library and got them. Well, like curbside picked them up because you can't go in the library, but there is something about a book and just like good storyline like that one could just kind of like smooth things over at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. I'm a huge reader. And I don't know if anyone doesn't know this listening. They probably do. But I read always at night. And I have for, I don't know, 10 years. It's such a habit that I can't not read. And mm-hmm. lately, I started reading in the morning too. So now it's part of my morning routine. I read more of a personal development or business book in the morning. I like that. I've been really enjoying it. And then at night, I'll read more of like a Bridgerton or just something like that. Yeah, like something fun. I like that because it's like turning it on and then turning it off. Yes, exactly. And I'm strict no screen time an hour before bed. Yes. I take my sleep rituals very seriously. feel ya. I feel ya. Mm. Okay, favorite drink? I have been loving mixed summer cocktails. Give me a mojito right now, a frozen blendy drink with a little something extra in it. Because, like, we need summer. Bring on the 30-plus degree weather. So I'm manifesting and pretending that it's summertime, even though we're in negative 30 weather and it's, like, a 10 feet of snow outside. Yikes. I mean, yeah. I don't have that go- all that going on, but still, I'm, I'm craving some spring-summer. Summertime. It's coming. Okay, favorite podcast? I have, like, a bunch. Because I, like, have a bunch that I just, like, I listen to so many, right? Like, I don't necessarily just listen to one a week. So I love Amanda Francis's. I love, shout out to the Freedom Babe, our girl Kelly. I love her podcast. I listened, obviously I listened to my sister's podcast, the Underestimate Me podcast. And then I've really been loving this podcast called Whole Fit. She hasn't put out a podcast in a while, but it's like just a really good one to get back to. And it just kind of gets back to your energy and like how you're thinking and what you're putting out there and everything. And there is some health related stuff. So it kind of breaks up like the entrepreneurial journeys for me. Mm. Love it. Thank you. Favorite TV show or movie? This is so tough. I'm like a TV show movie junkie. I like, I love binge watching. I have been re-watching The Hills. 
and like Laguna Beach. And there is just something about that California lifestyle, even though in the hills and the one se- at the end of the one season, they like go onto the Hollywood movie set and you can tell that it was like scripted. They're, I don't care. I'm like, this is just so good. Like, this is just so good. So I love binge watching like reality shows. Mm, so good. So I watched Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Ooh. It is so freaking good. It is by far, especially for the first season, it is shockingly good. So if you oh, like yeah. the Housewives series, hot option. I have a wine glass that says the Real Housewife and then it has our town name because I'm like, that's me. I love that. I need that. Yes. <laughs> yes. I need that. What is your favorite place you've traveled? So when I was in high school, I went backpacking in Europe for two weeks. Mom, I don't know why you let me go to Europe as like a teenager backpacking for two weeks. Like our teachers were there, but we like got off the plane and they were like, bye-bye, see you in two weeks. Like don't bug us. And my favorite spot was Rome. And I can't wait to go back. And my partner's never traveled really outside of like Mexico. So I can't wait to like bring him and just like show him a beautiful city. Rome. Okay. So I had a real time in Rome when I went, it was like maybe three, no, three years ago, kind of like, let's say a year before Leo was born a year or so. And I was single. I was just like ready to mingle. I was feeling so extra fucking fly. And I just loved it there. I had the best time. We were like, because we were of age, we were getting random like bottles of wine and then hanging out in the street. I know it doesn't sound very chic, but it's fun when you can do that in a place. <laughs> it is chic. The cobblestones, the fashion, it's so chic. And like the men over there are like, they give you like the whistles. And I'm like, you want to let? Yes. Stay away from me. But like whistle at me, please. Yes, I am. I just got off a plane, but I am hot shit right now. Girl, you know where if you like that, you know where you should go is South America. Because Ooh. any like cute girl like you does really well there. <laughs> I mean, give me all the attention. I'm yeah. like, yes, yes. Don't <laughs> stay over there. Yes, yeah. yeah. Say it That's again. That's the thing. It's just the yeah. that type of attention. We'll take it. Yes, take it. <laughs> we'll receive it. I'm working on my feminine energy a lot, as yeah. you know, so we'll receive that. Why not? We'll compliment. Okay, so if you could jump on a plane tomorrow, I'm going to wave my magic little wand. Yep. You get to go wherever you want. Where would you go? Man, at this point, put me at a five-star, all-inclusive, adult-only resort. I don't care if it's Mexico. I don't care where it is. As long as it's hot, there are drinks that are brought to me poolside. I love my children to death, but they're not there. (laughs) We can make memories without them, and they can make memories of their grandparents. It's all good. Get me somewhere hot. I need the sunshine. I need the beach. I need the salt water. I'll do those games, you know, like when you go to a five-star resort and they play the pool games. I'll play the pool games. I'm sorry. I never played the pool games. Like, I'll do it if that means I can get on a plane and go somewhere hot right now. Oh, I love it. I love that for you. It's coming. Coming. Okay, final question. As you know, I love teaching about confidence because for me, confidence is what gets you to actually start the business and get yourself out there and for your example, not listen to people saying 
wait, wait, because you had that confidence to be like, fuck no, I'm going for it. So I want to hear from you, Morgan. What does confidence mean to you? Confidence means to me when you're inside and you were like, you know, when you've just got like a blowout, maybe your makeup done and your nails done and you're like, got your favorite pair, like kicking it back to high school, like your favorite pair of guest jeans. I was a guest jean fanatic. And you're like, my butt looks so good. And I feel so good. And inside of you, and it's not always about looks, but then all the inside of you, this like fire burns almost, right? You get some butterflies and you're like, nothing can touch me. That feeling inside is confidence. And that's what it means to me. It means that like you feel this and it doesn't matter what you're wearing. You feel this confidence and you feel this fire burning inside of you. And it's like your intuition telling you like, go for it, girlfriend, because you got this and there's nothing that can stop you. Like that's what it means to me. And it means that like, it doesn't matter what someone's going to say at you. You just like accept it and receive it. And if it's good, you put it in the good bucket. And if it's bad, you kick it out the back door and you just, nothing can stop you. Now, like my two-year-old's got the confidence streak and he wears his pants backwards. And my husband's like, why are his pants backwards? You need to change them. And I'm like, he's strutting it. Like he is on a runway and we are clapping for him and go for it. Cause if you feel good and your pants are on backwards, do it. If you feel good and you're starting this business and someone's telling you not to, but you feel good and it's lighting a fire up inside of you, kick their little advice and whatever to the door. Say thank you next and keep building that fire inside of you and walk around and own it. I love that. Thank you so much, Morgan. Everyone, make sure you go follow Morgan. Where is the best place for us to find you? On Instagram at Morgan Jones Inc. So follow me over there. And if you guys have Clubhouse, Emily and I are like Clubhouse experts. So come follow me on Clubhouse. You never know when we're going to be doing a room. Kind of, you know, have been doing them a lot lately. And I'm Morgan Jones Inc. on Clubhouse as well. Amazing. Thank you so much, Morgan. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Cool Mom 101 with Emily Kylo. If you liked our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.